and hello everyone and welcome to the Brave Young Artist Podcast. I'm your host Chaz Thomas and this is our very first interview. It's my pleasure to sit down and talk to a very gifted and talented up-and-coming Chicago native who's been making music since the age of seven. And as you will hear from the interview, how he has been able to deal with the adversities and challenges of not only being a young man, but being a young artist growing up in Chicago and how he's been making a name for himself. Ladies and gentlemen, my interview with Sammy D. Hello, Sammy. Hey, how's it going, man? Going well. You're the first one, oh, man. Oh, man. I'm pleasured. I feel honored for that, man. <laughs> So, if you don't mind, uh, me and my producer put together a few questions. Uh, we'd like to ask you, just to give the audience um, an, an understanding or a quick look into your life and who you are and what, you, what you're about. And so, once again, welcome. I appreciate you taking the time out of course, man. Uh, Thank you. to sit with this interview. Sammy D. Sammy D. How did you come up with Sammy D? Of course. Um, so as your name, um, I've, I've been through. I've, I've had a couple different names. Um, so my first name that I started off with when I first started rapping was, you know, was uh, Mr. Rapper Boy when when I first started doing it. You know, but I started to get as I started <laughs> to get older. Um, my friends, you know, in the neighborhood that I grew up grew up in, which is South Shore. Um, they started to call me Iceman because I remember I wrote this, you know, this little kitty little track that I had. Um, and it was just, you know, uh, growing up watching all the uh, artists have a lot of jewelry and all of that stuff. You know, as a kid, you kind of get infatuated mm -hmm. with that type of stuff. You know, you get you get you get fascinated by it. And you know, I as a kid, I liked chains a lot. You know, so I would start. Like the Iceman, Iceman coming from the Iceland, and you know, I would go around school singing that. And um, it stuck with me, you know, my friends would just start calling me Iceman. And then, you know, as I got older, you know, I started to feel like, man, I want something a little more mature. So, I, you know, I put Iceman Sam. And then uh, as, as I progressed, it shortened into IMS, which I changed the complete meaning of IMS from Iceman Sam to I Must Deceive. You know, that was the acronym that I had came up with for, the, for those three letters. Um, but as I progressed even more, you know, I, I, I wanted something that was directly um, connected to my to me, my name. You know, I didn't want people to have to separate, mm -hmm. you know, me, you know, like my name. So I wanted to combine my middle name and the name that my, well, my middle initial and the name that my grandmother called me growing up, which was Sammy, you know. And my middle initial being D, I just combined those two, but I wanted to spell it in a way that was unique to me, I, I guess so. Um, so that's why the spelling is S-A-M-E-D-E-E. -E -E. So that's really the meaning behind it. I wanted that direct connection to me. I didn't want it to be like I have a, um, you know, a AKA. Even though it's still a nickname, it's still like mm -hmm. the the base of it is still Sam, you know, so when my friends and family see me, they can still say, oh, Sam, you know, or that's Sam, or my granny can still say Sam, or, you know, however they would prefer, mm -hmm. but that's the, that's the biggest, um, that's, that's the origin of Sammy D. Wow. Okay. 
Okay, we will remember that. Yeah. And I must say, I know no one else named Sammy D. You're the yeah. only Sammy D I know. <laughs> Thank you, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, man. A I, very unique in, name. In the, in the uh, process of, of, of creating that name for myself, you know, I um, I tried. I actually went through a couple different um, plays on my name, Sam. You know, I tried to do this one, which was it was. Sam I am, you know, which is pretty cliche, but I was going to pronounce it as Samaya, you know, but, you know, I do my research on everything. So, you know, I'm thinking about copyrights and everything. So I searched for mm-hmm. the Sam I, Sam I am and, you know, there was already a band by that name, you know, and I didn't, you know, I didn't want those issues, not right now. So I wanted to find something mm-hmm. that was completely unique, you know, and, you know, when people search for it, they, they they type that name and that's going to be what pops up, you know, like whether it's YouTube, mm. Google, Facebook, whatever those platforms are, that name is going to pop up and it's going to be directed to me. Very clever, man. Very clever marketing. Yeah. yeah. So let's get started with the question. Um, how long have you been doing what you're doing and how did you get started? All right. Um, so I've been doing I've been doing this. Uh, I'm 24 now. Um, I've st- I started at the age of seven, as early as I can remember. Um, mm-hmm. That's that I can remember back to about 2002. I'm just trying to think about the exact date, but it's you know. Um, but yeah, I started at seven. I was maybe what in first grade. Um, at first, I wanted to draw. You know, like, I wanted to draw. I wanted to be, like, a, you know, drawing pictures and all of that mm-hmm. stuff, you know. So I used to try. I used to have right. little doodles in my in my, um, in my my um notebook that I would carry around when I was in school, you know, just drawing, like, little random pictures. But I didn't, I don't know. It's like that didn't really stick with me. But I remember mm-hmm. um, at the time I was living with my grandmother in the, in the suburbs, and, um, you know, mm-hmm. I wasn't really hearing too much rap music like that growing up with my My first musical, like, um, exposure was, like, Michael Jackson and things like that because that's what my grandmother mm-hmm. would play, you know, when I was living with her, you know, because my mother, she was living in the city, and my grandmother took us in for a little bit, you know. So when my mom mm-hmm. got, um, you know, got everything together, she came back to get us, and we moved back to Chicago. And, you know, um, started going, you know, going to school and and um, your friends, you know, they 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 have their headphone sets and CD players. So that was a big thing at the time. And you're hearing stuff mm-hmm. on the radio, watching movies. Because it was like when I moved back to the city, it, it was like I was exposed to so much more that I wasn't when I was in the suburbs for that little time, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So when I came back to the city, you know, like the radio stations when I'm in the car with my mom, I'll be hearing songs, you know, and pretty cool songs. I didn't know the meaning of any of them, but, you know, it sounded cool. And, you know, I was, I, I really liked it. And I remember the earliest moment that I decided I wanted to attempt to try to write something. It was, um, mm-hmm. I remember I was playing this video game. It was a basketball game. I was playing it, like I said, age seven. I was playing it and, um, it was a song called Not In My House by Nelly. You know, Nelly, the artist Nelly, I heard it. And mm-hmm. I was like, I want to try to remake that. You know, like, 
but it wasn't he wasn't like rapping he wasn't rapping it was more like he was like kind of like harmonizing and if i i can't remember it fully but i remember the words mm-hmm. of me trying to to i changed the name of the song was not in my house so i changed it to not in my world and i came up with this little um I came up with this little uh, melody that I came up with, and um, I can't, like I said, I can't remember the exact words to that man. That was so long ago. But those were the origins mm-hmm. of when I first attempted. Now um, I started to get more into it because, like I say, you know, I'm around the kids that my, my classmates and my friends, and you know, we'll just be at school. This remember, this is first grade, but this is going on. Like we'll, you know. Mm-hmm rap little kitty raps and, you know, like talk about, you know, just freestyling, you know, just playing around. We didn't have much to talk about because we weren't living too much. Mm-hmm. We were still kids. So all we could really talk about right. is like, you know, school and um, video games and, you know, just playful little stuff like that. So that's how I started in it, you know, mm-hmm. um, just, yeah, just being around my, my friends and just being out in the world and hearing what was going on, you know. So you're born and raised in Chicago? Born and raised, yep. Uh, born and raised. Mm-hmm. Uh, south side? South side, yep. South side, South Shore. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, my, my earlier days, like maybe when I was like one to five, I, was, I grew up. Well, okay. Maybe I was born in 1995, so from maybe 1995 to 1999, I was living in the Gresham neighborhood, like 87th Street mm-hmm. over there. Um, and then, as I said earlier, my grandmother, she took us in for about a year and a half in 2000 and 2001, and we moved to East Hazelcrest. And then when my mother got everything together, you know, we moved back to Chicago, mm-hmm. and I was raised in the South Shore from um, from 2002 until, you know, I, I got on, on my own, you know, really. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. What high school did you attend? I went to South Shore School of Leadership, which is closed now. You know, I was the last graduating mm-hmm. class out of there, uh, 2014. Um, but the original South Shore, that was on 76 and uh, Constance. You know, they have a new one over there now, but I was in the original. The original. Yeah. I remember that school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who were... Uh, who were who were your first influences on your music or style? Okay, so my first influences that I can I can say for sure was Fifty Cent, and mm-hmm. I say Fifty Cent because, um, like I say, at that time when I was aware of what was going on in the world, and I was I was I, I, I could I could comprehend to to the ability that I could at the age I was. That was all I was hearing, you know, like he was everywhere, all on the TV. Every time I got in the car with my mom in a radio station, that's all I heard was 50 Cent. So it grew on me, you know, like, and obviously it wasn't because I could relate to it. Like I say, I'm a kid, but I like the, the, the sound of it and the beats of it and, you know, the, the catchiness of it. And I, 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 it grew on me. So as I got older... I started to look into him more, you know, like I liked his confidence that he had on the songs and, and his ability to, to, to get people moving, you know, like my earlier Mm -hmm. days, like it was more so about, um, my earlier days, it was more so just about the, the, the beat and the, you know, the catchiness of it and how good the, 
the uh, the vibe was from the song that I was listening to. Um, mm-hmm. um, of course, some of my other earlier influence was were Tupac and Biggie. You know, those are those are the legends in it. But um, of course, I have to uh, list those because those were some very um, impactful guys on me as an artist as well. You know, that was another. Um, those were other artists that were getting played like heavily in rotation in my family and in my household, you know, especially my, uh, mm-hmm. my dad, you know, he, he were big on those guys, you know, a lot of the music mm-hmm. as, as I, as I got older, you know, and, um, my parents started to let me hear a little bit more, you know, so, um, those were the things that were getting played, uh, Biggie, Tupac, even Nas, uh, like I say, 50 Cent, um, those were my earliest, um, influences. Little Wayne too. Little Wayne was a big one. Little Wayne was everywhere when I was a kid. So that was one mm-hmm. I grew to like a lot. Um yeah, those were my biggest influences at that age. It's interesting it's interesting that the artists that you just named uh are icons and definitely game changes in the in the in the industry. Yeah. I um That's amazing. I um it's like as I got older, that's when I got a little more into lyricism, you know, like and and wanted to because, like I said, my earlier raps were like like Kitty, you know, like it was just ABC type of you know thing. I didn't I didn't really have anything to talk about, and I was still learning as it was going, you know, like so. The more words I I learned, I wanted to try to incorporate them more, or new things I might learn, I might try to talk about them. So it's like. As I progressed on, my my taste in music started to change, you know, and that's when people like Tupac and Biggie and Nas and, and these guys were were more um, tasteful for me, you know, like because now I was starting to be able to understand the, the deep rooted meanings that the music that they were um, mm-hmm. delivering, rather than just listening, you know, like rather sure. than just listening, but I was actually starting to understand the world and the pictures that they were de- depicting in their song, you know, so, mm-hmm. yeah. So in your opinion, who is the most influential and successful artist in your genre today and, and why? Today. Hmm. Um, are, are, are we talking about today as in, in this era or? Yeah, this okay. era right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would probably have to go with Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. I would have to go with Kendrick Lamar, and I say that because, uh, for one, he's, um, I don't feel like he he compromised at all his style to, to sell records, you know, and I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's still pushing the envelope of of putting out quality music and music with substance, you know. Um, I feel like yeah. he's still, when you hear him, it still makes you feel like, man, I got to bring it, you know. I, I still have to bring it. I still have to talk about something, you know. So I feel like, me personally, Kendrick Lamar is, is the most influential, you know. And like I say, even today, um, he's when you, you look around and everyone's doing top ten lists and everything, Kendrick's right. in a lot of those lists, you know. A lot of people are today. Like, I have a lot of these conversations with with my with, with the people that's in my social circle, you know, that love hip-hop and, and music and everything just as much as I do. And, that's a common name that gets thrown around, Kendrick Lamar, you know, so I I definitely have to agree. And, of course, like, his music 
I, I can feel something when I listen to his music. I can listen to it and I can take something away from it, you know. Um, especially his his second album he put out. Um, it was the Temple Butterfly. I think when it first came out, it was something different to me because mm-hmm. his first album, you know, it was him talking about his upbringing and um, talking about his upbringing and, and where he comes from and all of that. But the, the second album was a little different in, at a, in approach because it was more jazzy and it was more conscious and it was more deep, deeply rooted and it wasn't like at face value, you had to actually pay attention and dissect the things that he was saying, you know, so when I went back and listened to it in my new mind now that I experienced a little bit more in my life, it hit so different, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I would definitely say Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar, he's, 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 he's doing the thing, man. Like everybody, a lot of people look up to that guy, man. A lot of people I, like I said, a lot of people I hang with and I, I'm around on a daily basis, you know, we we look at Kendrick as if Kendrick was looking at Nas and Jay-Z and Biggie, you know. Kendrick L- Lamar is definitely true to his, true to his art, man. Like you say, he, he's a real brother, man. He, he speaks his mind. But why don't you think Ken- Kendrick Lamar get enough attention commercially? Why, why do you think sometimes he's overlooked commercially? I feel like because um, if you think about I, I feel like and commercially like people people just want want the simple things you know people mm-hmm. want the simple things like like I say the the quick the quick hit the catchy hook um, not really lyric based songs you know the, the the things that you can you know. You can you might hear in the clubs and the parties and everything like that. I feel like like Kendrick can be very political for one, you know, which those mm-hmm. things aren't really uh, accepted very well in the in the uh, yeah. commercial world, you know, in the mainstream. You know, those are the things that get a lot of attention. I feel like that's one of the biggest things. He's political. He's conscious. He he yeah. requires you to pay attention and rather than. I'm just going to play this in the background and just dance to it. You know, I feel like that may be the biggest reason, but that's just my opinion, you know. Mm-hmm. So, now, do you think you're, yeah. Now, do you think your music is mostly enjoyed more for the beats or for the lyrical flow and content? Hmm. I feel like lyrics, um, definitely lyrics, mm-hmm. you know, because um, I put a lot into my lyrics, you know, like I, I strain my brain all the time, like when I write. You know, my 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 writing processes are very complicated, and it's because I make them like that a lot of times. Mm. I um mm-hmm. I want to I want every time you hear me, I want it to be like. I, I want you to to be impressed, you know, like whether you are or not, you know. But that's 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 the goal, you know. When I write my lyrics, like I want somebody to say, "Man, that guy has skills," you know. Like that's why I focus heavy on lyrics, you know, I'm very big on rhyming and, and syllables and, and, you know, and punchlines and, and all of that stuff that comes um, into uh, play with it. But the beat is just as mm-hmm. important, but um, with me, I, I, I think people look look at me more for the lyrics and the things that I'm saying. Um, because, like I say, I'm, I'm a, I can be a very conscious, I, I'm, I'm multifaceted when it comes to my music. Like, I think I can be, it, it really depends on how I'm feeling at that moment, but also the beat plays a big part in it too, because what the beat says to me is what I'm going to go off of, you know? 
So if the beat mm-hmm. makes me feel like, oh, I'm going to write some conscious uh, material to this, I'm going to do just that, or I want to write something that's a little more introspective about me or my family, I'm going to do just that, you know. Um, so mm-hmm. my lyrics, my lyrics play a major part in this, and I think that's what people listen to me more for, you know, because one thing I like is when people quote my lyrics, you know, like, oh, you said mm-hmm. this, or may have a question about what did you mean about that? Like, I like those type of mm-hmm. things because that means that sparked uh, um, interest in you and you want to, to, you want me to elaborate on it. So that, that always makes me feel good. So now I can, I can explain exactly how I saw this and why my exact reason of writing that or saying that the way that I did or my meaning behind it, you know. So lyrics is a big thing mm-hmm. to me. So do you write your lyrics first and then the beat or the beat and then the lyrics to the beat? Mm, that's a good question, man. Um, it really depends. Um, I tend to try to do it to the beat, but it's a tricky thing because you can find yourself in those in a moment where you hear a beat and you instantly get something right then and there, you know. And mm. then the downside of writing without a beat is like trying to fit the beat to match the, the pattern and flow that you wrote it in, yeah. you know, like, so it really depends with me. In, in, in a lot of cases, I write to the beat, but in the early ages, I wrote, in the early days of me doing it, I wrote strictly without a beat. I just wrote to the beat that I, or the flow that I heard in my head, and then I would try to match mm-hmm. it to the production that um, I came across, whether it's somebody made a beat for me or if I was on YouTube, just, you know, um, going through those, uh, those beats and finding the best one to, to fit the move and the actual flow that I was trying to give off, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I, I use it. Well, like I say, it's, it's a tricky thing, man. It, it just all depends. Like, because sometimes I can write without a beat, but I particularly won't use that thing, that, that particular writing that I did without a beat because I just, I, it, the, to find a beat to it, it just becomes so complicated that I, I just I just put it in my vault, you know, and just keep it like still of mm-hmm. with it being something that I created and me still being proud proud that I created it even if it doesn't get used, you know. Like or yeah. down the road I might come into a um situation where I can use it or it may fit or you know, so mm-hmm. yeah. So do you write all your own beats and lyrics? Or do you get uh, help from other producers? As far as lyrics, everything is written by me. Yes, hooks, um, mm-hmm. hooks, bridges, um, verses, everything is written by me. Now, beat, um, that wasn't the talent that I was given, man. So, <laughs> um, I have friends who make beats, and you know, I, like I say, I, um, YouTube is the biggest, uh, one of the biggest platforms for beats, and then I go on some other uh, beat platforms as well, and then I have some. Um, producers who who follow me on so on, on my social media accounts and they send me material too. So um, yeah, the beat thing that you know I have someone else for that, but the lyrics is strictly me. You know, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's all it's always happened because like I'm mm-hmm. like I feel like that's an integrity thing with me, man. Like nothing against anyone who doesn't write their you know their their material, but like I like I like that feeling that yes this came from my mind now what i'm not saying that i want to make a suggestion a suggestion or Mm -hmm. or maybe just like or you should you could you know constructive criticism i can take that you know but 
like someone taking so um, credit for something, you know, like I, I, I and, and me representing it, I don't, I don't think I would would be too too fond of that. Like I really like sure. the fact that I created this man. This is, you know, like it's like a think about a painter when he paints, he mm-hmm. or she paints their art and they're signing their signing their name on there. That's that's the feeling that it gives me. Every page, every time I write something, it's like a new canvas for me, you know? So it's that same mm-hmm. feeling, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, if you could choose an artist right now today to work with, who would you collaborate with? Um, Just one? You want me to just do... Well, one, two, three. Okay. Um, definitely um, one of my, one of, one of my, my favorite artists um, is Eminem. You know, and um, really, yeah, one of my favorite artists, and that's because his like his penmanship. Um, I know a lot of people um, are really fond of his his subject matter, and even me myself, like I can I can see why. You know, a lot of especially people who are like us, you know, can't relate to you know the craziness level that he may give mm-hmm. off, or some of the violent things he may say, or you know the misogyny in his lyrics and all of that stuff. But one thing mm-hmm. I like about Eminem as an artist, the artist is, like I said, the penmanship, his use of rhyme and his ability to how he rides the beat. Um, so I definitely would want to do a song with him on just on that on pure skill level, you know, even if it was one of those songs that didn't have, like basically like just testing your, testing your, your ability type of thing. I would like to do right. that. Um, another person I definitely would like to work with is Kendrick Lamar. You know, like I would, mm-hmm. I would, I think that that would be very, um, that'd be pretty cool. You know, like get to see how his process works and where he at, where he is at when he's writing his his material, or you know that whole vibe of being in the studio with him when he created songs like All Right and um, you know just his 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 song, his most influential songs, which All Right is one. To me, um, another one of his most influential songs on me was The Black and the Fairy. Um, mm. um, DNA, those songs, um, I'm trying to think because, man, I, I juggle so many songs in my head, including my own, you know. I have to try to re- recollect sometimes. But um, Kendrick Lamar, man, I definitely want to do something with him. And, like, I think that would be a big song. Like, like I think... It it'll challenge me to push myself because he he's already established and you know and it would make me like man I gotta bring it you know like I say that's what I feel like he does to artists who look at him you think about Kendrick Lamar you gotta you gotta bring your you gotta bring your A game you know <laughs> you gotta bring your A game so um, definitely Kendrick Lamar um, and none of these I, I, none of these would be I wouldn't want to do any of these songs off of to get to garnish. Well, I would like the recognition, but I wouldn't like it to try to to gain fame off of it. I would want to do it off the sure. soul, um, love of, of, the, of the art, you know, the, the passion that, that we as artists and MCs share, you know. But, of course, you know, like garnishing some type of traction off of it would be uh, ideal, too. I hear you. So let me say this, Eminem, Kendrick, if you hear this podcast, reach out to me. Let's make this collab happen with uh, Sammy D. Yeah, man, I, 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 I have, I have quite, a, a, quite a few more, man, but, you know, if I go, my list, man, it's, it's, it's crazy. You know, I have, I have a crazy list. Um, 
definitely Mick Jenkins too. Mick Jenkins is um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with Mick. Uh, Mick is very uh, one of the Chicago artists that I feel like needs, yep. should have a lot more attention on him. But like I said um, earlier with the Kendrick Lamar thing, I understand it may be because he isn't like the super clubby uh, artist. And, you know, he talked right. about something. He has something. Like Mick Jenkins over the recent years has been someone that has been in my, my rotation very heavy, you know. Um, I, I like the I, I like his style. It gives me like a neo soul kind of vibe to it, but it still has you know it's deep lyric oriented. You know he still has the bars there. You know he can he can do the aggressive rap. You know, but it's really smooth. It's calming. It's it's, it's reflective on you know it, it paints a picture for you. I tell you a funny story, man. I I. I I was at Music Garage. Um, Music Garage is a, a studio in Chicago, and um, yeah. I was working with one of uh, Mick's um, producers. Um, the production company he he was working with early on. I'm not sure if they still work together now, but it was on God. Me and my friend, um, me and the guy, another guy that I rap with, Soulmatic, by the way. He's another really dope mm-hmm. artist from Chicago. Um, yep. He was, um, you know. He got he got linked up with him, so we would go down to the uh, music garage, and we we did a couple tracks there. And I remember one day we were leaving the building, man. Mick walked right in, but we, you know, uh. he walked right in, but we had to double back. Like, is that him? You know, <laughs> you know, is that him right there? Like, ah, should we go up to him? You know, but he's going in the bathroom, and it was just like, ah, man, I don't know. We went front up on him. Like going there, you know, <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, that might not be a good idea. You know, like so we just like it's meant to happen. Like we 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 across paths with him again. You know, I definitely like Mick Jenkins yeah, that, a lot. You know, like yeah, Meek Meek is a real cool guy. I met him once, and matter of fact, I'm gonna try to get him and a couple of other guys um, on the podcast to interview him too, and uh, you know, just uh, break some bread. Man, yeah, just talk about it. Yeah, man, like he he's dope, yeah. man. Like I I and, and so I, I do the whole top ten list thing too, you know. But I split mine mm-hmm. up. I have one for the the um, era before this one, and the one that I'm living in now. And Mick is definitely on my top ten of now, you know. Most definitely. So especially, you know, he be in Chicago, he holding it down, you know, he doing his yeah. thing, man. Like so, yeah. Mick is someone I would like to work with too. You know, like I said, man, I have, I, I, have, I have I have quite a few of them, but just to give you a few names, mm-hmm. those were the ones. Those come to the top of your mind. Uh, which of your latest songs, videos, mixtape releases are currently available uh, to your fans, and where where can they be heard or downloaded? Um, so currently, like, if we're talking about full bodies of work, I have two full bodies of work out um, um, between 2016 and uh, last year. So the first project is mm-hmm. Ventilation, Sammy D Ventilation, which um, um, S-A-M-E-D-E-E, Sammy D Ventilation, mm-hmm. and that can be found on uh, found on most uh, streaming platforms, SoundCloud, Apple Music, uh, Spotify, Tidal, um, iTunes, mm-hmm. uh, YouTube as well. And then my most recent is Sambition, my most um, recent album. It can also be found mm-hmm. on those uh, platforms as well, Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube. Um, just to elaborate a little bit more on the Sambition project, um, that, like I said, that's the most... Yeah. Um, Let's talk about that. Huh? 
Yeah, let's talk about that yeah. project. All right, so the Sam Vision project is uh, my most recent. It was released uh, New Year's Eve 2018. Um, I'm, I'm currently promoting it. I got some videos and everything lined up for it as we speak. Um, but the Sam Vision project was uh, inspired by, in the time, in the process of me creating it, I was, I was, I was kind of in a dark place. You know, I was, um, I was dealing with a. Um, I break up with a girl, with a girl I was really close with, you know, I was really close with and we were, you know, together and, you know, I thought, you know, as a, as a younger guy, you're thinking this is going to last and you put your trust into it and all of these things. So, mm. um, I was really in the dark place from that. And also, you know, that's when I started creating it, I found myself because it was shortly after I graduated out of high school when I started working on that project. So it was that. All right, coming out of high school and stepping into the world and becoming a man and having to learn the ways of a man, you know. So the the, yes, the sole meaning of ambitions was my transformation from a child and with this um with this imaginary world to actually be a man out in the world. Um, so on the project, you hear me discuss some of the things about my my frustrations with um, you know. Um, working a working a job and wanting to you know live out my dreams already and not wanting to settle for minimum wage and all of this stuff and I also talk about what's going on in the world far as you know um, the the um, police brutality and all of this stuff you know because all of those are things that I, I see as I'm I'm becoming a man and I'm becoming more aware and more conscious of what's going on in the world around you know. Um, so, like I say, that mm-hmm. transformation from from boy to man, and the things and the responsibilities that I'm um, handed as as I make that transition. You know, I also, you know, mm-hmm. I also talk about some of the things I like. Like one of the songs, the most recent songs that I did a video for is '95, which is a song yeah, about. I was gonna bring that one up. Yeah, man, man that's uh, that the, one, man, I love that, that song. That one actually surprised me, man. That one actually surprised me because it was. Um, it definitely didn't have the the commercial sound to it, you know. Those were one of the ones when I created it. I was like, man, this is just one of those ones for me, you know. This is for my vibe, you know. But in the process of me making the track listing, you know, I was like, man, why not put it out there? You know, like, it just sounds good. It feels good. So I'm going to put it out there so people can hear it. And though that was one that people liked. A lot like that was one I, I have quite a few songs on that album but that was one that stood out to people and got a lot of attention and feedback and now like I said I was I was skeptical about it because I was like it's more on a, a, a smooth um it's more on a smooth like boom bappy it was old school yeah man. like yeah Definitely like old boom school. bappy type of sound but a lot of people loved it like the, the, the feedback I was getting man I like this song this song is super dope it's it's smooth, like I, I love the verses, like I listen to this all the time. These were things I was hearing and I was just like, hmm, here I am beating myself up, not knowing if I want to use this song because it's not hip enough, quote unquote. There you, you know, go. like, but it surprised me when I actually put it out and people gravitated towards it, you know? And like I say, the song, all I'm really talking, you know, I had a couple, a couple people give me a, a couple negative re- uh, reviews, but you know, I didn't really, I didn't really respond to that because the the, the guy said, "Oh, it doesn't get, really give me a '90s feel." But in my mind, that's what I see when the, the exact picture and the lyrics, the way that I wrote it, that's what '90s is go. to me. 
you know, that's why I didn't that's respond to it because I would have got myself all worked up about it trying to yep. explain something that he feels is his opinion and I already know how I feel about it and the reason behind me doing it the way that I did, you know? So, man, mm-hmm. that song, it just, like I, like I was saying earlier, it just really expresses my love for, for lyricism and actually bringing some skills to the table and, you know, that, that whole feel. When I hear a 90s song, a Nile song or a Biggie song or a Wu-Tang song, whatever, you know, was night in that from 90. 90 to 99, like whatever was it going on at that time, I like that feel, you know, that's basically what I was expressing. And of course, I was talking about my, my, um, my dislike for how, um, people have, have lost the, um, lost the, lost the love for the craft. Not everyone, but a vast majority, especially in the mainstream, like it's not even about who, who's the dopest anymore, you know, who, who, who bringing the illest pin game, you know, it's more so about, oh, I, I can, I want to, I want to, you know, of course, we all do this to make money, we all do this to make money, but you got enough songs about money, you got enough songs about violence, you got enough songs about um, whatever, you know, like, what else can people bring to the table, like, like, what else can you do other than just talk about those same few things, you know, like, step out of the box, you know, like, because that just, the mainstream is just showing that's all we have to offer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's all we have to offer. But I'm sorry to, to go off topic, man. Um, just just no, a, speak your truth, brother. Just a quick um, synopsis of the album. Like I say, the album, uh, Sam Ambition came, like I say, playing off my name, Sam. You know, obviously the base word is ambition. But um, like I said, the song is basically a reminder to myself that no matter what I go through, I'm going to remain determined, you know? Sam, Sam is ambitious, you know? I'm going to remain determined. I, I, I feel like that, and that goes back to the acronym that I was telling you about earlier, IMS. That's my foundation. I must succeed, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, like I... I I'm, Sam, let me... T- Go ahead. Sorry about that. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to just take this moment while this is fresh on my heart and my spirit. You are an artist. Thank you. Okay? You do your art for you. Now, do you think Nas or Biggie or Tupac, any of them cared if people liked their stuff or not? They did it because it's something they loved, they wanted to say, and they wanted to do. It just so happened that a whole lot of other people enjoyed it too. Right. So if you continue to speak your truth, man, and not write to the masses and not write for uh, popularity, just stay true to yourself, hey, man, the money, the fame, that will come automatically. Of course, man. Right. But at the end of the day, you got to ask yourself, was I true to my art? Right. And it's, um, it's crazy that you say that because that's the newest epiphany, like the newest manifestation that I have within myself, you know, because as a kid, you know, you, you want everybody to like it. You, you care about what people are saying. Sure you, you do. You know, like you, Human nature. You want everybody to, to, to like you. You know, you want to have a whole lot of friends and everything. And, and, but the older I get and the more I become in tune with who I am and what I like and, and my purpose and the reason I do this, yep. those thoughts get, get, like, filtered out, you know. And the only voice I start to hear more is, is mine, family. You know, that's right. Um, because, like I say, constructive criticism is one thing, but when you got someone that's just trying to trying to manipulate you and influence you with what they think and make you feel how they feel, 
but that's completely impossible because everybody's not going to agree on everything. With me knowing that, I don't even respond to those things anymore. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't even respond, man. Like I say, it feels good doing what I do, and you know the the, the feeling go. I get when I finish a, a a song or a verse and that proud little moment that I have. Like, man, this is what I do it for right here. And of course, when I get the feedback and people. Are, are vibing with it and, and they acknowledge, given the acknowledgement and all of that thing, that's just a plus, you know? That's just a plus right there. I like the one piece. <laughs> I like the one one part you say when you put your, like an artist, when he puts his name to the art. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That means you own yeah. it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's exactly, yeah. man. Like, that's, that's what I do it for, man. Like, this, this is being created in my mind, you know? This is being created in mm. my mind. This is coming from my soul. So I'm going to own that, you know. <laughs> I'm going to own that and, and to the best of my ability. And, like, hopefully it'll, it'll inspire, inspire people to do the same. You know, that's really what I, I want. I just want to inspire people to look at me or the kids that to come up be, come up under me, the generations to come, yep. to, to hear me and say, he, he did what he liked. He did what he loved. And you can feel it through the words. You know, it's not forced. That's right. It's just natural. You know, it's natural. You can hear it all in the words and in, in, in the vocal tone and in the, in the expressions that I'm making. Whatever. You can hear it that it's natural. It's real. It's coming from the heart. And, and, and someone to look up to me and say, man, I want to be like Sammy D. Or Sammy D inspired me. You know, that's that's you that's go. the driving factor for me, really, because that's how I was looking at my favorite artists when I was coming up. You know, that's how I was looking mm. at them and when I when I'm feeling a certain type of way or feeling a certain type of emotion, I know I can go to this certain artist and this song and it's gonna yeah. it's gonna it's gonna give me silence, you know. And I can hear the passion in your voice when you talk about your art. That's how I know it's coming from the heart. Yeah. You know. Thank you, man. You're not doing this uh, for the money you're not doing this as a game this is your Thank life you. yeah yes indeed man it really is <laughs> mm. yeah now let me ask you this question how involved are you in your recording producing mastering marketing and other uh, processes needed to make uh, and sell your music and do you outsource any part of uh, this process um Actually, like everything right now is, is completely me, you know, um, like I, I go to a studio to record, you know, I, I don't have my own home studio, but I, I've, um, you know, a guy that I know, my engineer, GK Harmony, he's another artist, you know, I just want to shout out all the people that I do know. There you, you know, go. These people yeah, that are do that, man. They, um, you know, they, they just as, as dope and dedicated as me, um, but, you know, he's an engineer as well as an artist and, you know, when I go to the studio, I'm very, um, I'm very involved in the mastering and uh, mixing process. You know, I stay the whole time. You know, back then I used to, I, I would go to the studio and I record, and then I'll go home and just be like, send it to me. Now I want to be there so I can coach exactly how I want it to turn out. You know, so I'm, I'm there. I'm always there. If I'm, if I record it, like I'm there while it's getting edited and mixed and all of that stuff. So yes, I'm there. As far as promotion and marketing, all of that, um, I'm I'm very well involved in that too. Like I don't I don't have like a a a, a um a 
I don't know. I don't. I don't have any one. A label? Yeah, I don't Are have you with a label? Everything right now is solely independent for me, out of pocket. There you go. You know, like um, okay, all of the promotions or ads or anything that I, I run or anything like everything is out of pocket from 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 me. You know, um, um, far as like uh, distributing uh, distributing my music and everything, I use a um, I use a uh, distribution platform by the name of Disho Kid. Um, Mm-hmm. And it, it um, I, uh, there's a uh, a cover fee. It is there's a cover fee of um, I believe fifty bucks. I want to say, mm-hmm. um, and they basically yeah. ship um it to all the uh, streaming platforms like Apple Music and Title and um, Apple Music Title, um, you know Pandora. YouTube, uh, all, all, the, all the ones all that. that you know the people use, and my my purpose of doing that is so that I can make my music accessible on whatever platform that go. the art the uh, listener might use. You know, because back then I used to only put it on one platform, and then people that didn't use that uh, particular platform, that was me missing out on a listener right there or a potential uh, follower. You know, so I wanted to, to make yeah. it like accessible as possible and it can be on all of those platforms so oh you don't use apple music sure it's on spotify you don't use spotify it's on google play or you know just that that was the mindset behind doing that Mm. that's very creative man and uh very grassroots and more and more uh musicians or entertainers are are working independently uh you know because they can't afford to overhead yeah but you know, um, artists like Chance the Rapper. I mean, he avoided all that, man. Just yeah, man. Chance, Chance, Chance the Rapper is definitely a inspiration, man. Like he he did it, and he went to the Grammys with it. You know, he, that's right. He did it all. Like and he went to the Grammys, and like that that was that was big, man. I remember tuning into that, and I was just like, man, he did it. How'd that make you feel? Man, man? that made me did, feel good. Uh, his brother, right from your backyard. Yes, uh, like, right from right. Shattown, One of our man. own homegrown, like... That's right. That's right. He, 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 he did it. He, he showed them that he could, he, could, he could create a plan of his own, and he can take the world by storm, and that's what he did, man. And he's still doing it to this day. That man's still doing amazing things, even in the communities. You know, like, that man is definitely a... Um, he's an inspiration, man, like inspiration all he needed was an opportunity and that's what we're trying to provide here on brave young artists the podcast as people like you can in, in chance to rapper can get an opportunity to talk about what they do uh, so more more and more people can see what you guys are about and tune in and support you that yeah. way. yeah you know yeah yeah i appreciate hey, that let me man. ask you a question no hey man i appreciate you guys you know sticking with it I mean, it's brave young artists because you guys are soldiers, man. You continue to do your art regardless. Uh, and I know a lot of you make sacrifices every day, yeah. man, but you stay true to your art, yeah, and cool. I appreciate that. I respect that. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, do you think Internet and all this new technology uh, helps your music and independent musicians like yourself, or do you think it creates uh, copycats who flood flood the web, making dif- making it difficult for you guys to kind of uh, be noticed? Because um, you know, with this internet now, anybody can do anything. Just like we said, Chance the Rapper with internet, anybody can be a star. Everybody can be a star. How does that affect you as an artist? Um, I think 
I think what it does is I think definitely the internet can be a helpful tool, you know. Okay. That's one side of it. It can definitely be a helpful tool because it's like you <coughs> excuse me, sorry mm-hmm. about that. If you That's can cool. learn how to um to use it, you know, to your advantage, if you can learn how to like all the mechanics that go into it and all of that stuff, it's it's extremely helpful. You know, like it, it gives you the outlet that you need to fight, pretty much do it yourself. Like you say, everybody can be a star now. You know, like you don't mm-hmm. you don't need to wait for somebody. Well, of course, it'll open up doors for people to start looking for you and and wanting to work with you. But you can do that 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 groundwork by yourself with the help of the internet. You know, um, it, it it helps you. You know, to build that following. You know, like you, because back then everything like I mean, I'm sure it still happens. You know, I'm sure. Um, people are still, they still have street teams and all of this stuff going around shopping and music. But nowadays, it's like, it seems like the internet, all you have to do is post it up, you know, and, and you have the right yeah. marketing and promotion with it. And there you go. You, 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 you garnishing all of these people, you, you getting all these people from all around. And that thing, you know, you didn't went viral. And a click of a button. And a click of a button. That's all it takes. You know, so like the, the actual groundwork, like you, you, you kind of, you know, that'll help too, but like the internet, like, think about it. Think about how accessible the internet is today. You know, in the palm of your hand, the palm of your hand, your yep. laptop, your whatever the case may be. It's so accessible. So, like, if you can get it in front of people, like, if you can get it exposed mm. to people, man, like, you, 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 you're you doing something right. You know, you, you, you're already progressing. Now, as far as it creating the copycat, um, I think it, like I said, it has its pros and cons. On that side of it, it does. It's because yeah. it, it, it potentially makes the people who are looking for quality artists um, disinterested, uninterested, because they see in this the, medi- the mediocres, and they're thinking like, oh, that's what that represents, so I don't want no part of that. Mm. That's one part of it, you know, that people can look at it and be like, oh, that's what that's about. So even if I do see a guy... Who who has talent and potential? I'm not probably gonna I'm, I'm probably not gonna pay him any attention because that 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 stamp of rap and what rap has become yeah. to be is stamped on on there. So I don't know if I want to give it attention, you know. So sometimes mm-hmm. it is hard just to distinguish yourself because it's so much it's it's it's, it's so much um, talent untalented things out there, you know, and, and people, you know, and that's, and I, I don't want to talk about whatever pays people's bills or, or if they're doing something productive, like I respect that, but still at the same time with this being something that I do, you have to respect, you have to respect the fact that I'm not going to settle or I'm not going to be impressed by mediocre, you know? Think about it. Yeah. Think about basketball players. You know, if somebody comes in there, he can't shoot, he can't dribble, he can't do anything like that. You think the, the, the guys mm-hmm. in the league going to be like, uh, he's cool, you know, he's cool. Because when they on that court, I'm sure they're trying to be the best. There you go. You know, like, so it does make it hard to distinguish yourself, especially when, when you're an artist like me or like Mick or like, you know, like, the people who are still putting like skill into the passion and into the craft, you know, and not just trying to take that quick hit, you know, so it yeah. does, it does become hard to distinguish, you know, because it's a lot of that, that quick think of, just think about it with the, 
the hair and the tortoise. You know, and I, I like to always refer, reference back to that because mm-hmm. a lot of us artists, like independent artists who, who like me, who are like taking the time and to put into lyrics and all of that stuff. I'm the tortoise, you know. I'm the tortoise, you know. I'm taking a, 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 a I'm taking a slower, gradual pace, you know, to get to the destination. Yeah. But the people who taking a quick hit are taking a quick hit or to get quick money and gain quick fame and all of that stuff. They 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 the hair, you know. But if we if one thing we remember about the hair and the tortoise. The tortoise eventually is the one who gets, you know, he, he wins he wins the race, you know, like he wins the race. And I just look at it like that. That's right. Like the quality music, the, the music that I'm making, I'm making it to last, you know. I'm making it to last. I'm not trying to get in and out, you know. That's not what I want to do with mm. this, you know. I want, it, I want it to be like, I want it to last. I don't want it to be just that quick song that was hot for the summer. You know, it was hot for the summer. It was hot in the clubs and now it's gone. Where is it? Ten years later, where is it? Mm, one one hit one. Yeah, when I sit back and I look at like songs like that, a lot of artists' careers are like that. You know, not saying that the people who who make lyrical music and lyric uh, stories and all of that, not saying that they are the biggest on 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 the uh, on the charts and all of that stuff. But that's fine with me. You know, that's fine with me. Like I know when I get put onto that music, or like if I discover this guy and I. I check out his catalog. He got something to offer me. You know, that's what I that's that's what I try to give off. You know, like I, I got a couple of homies telling like, man, like we need to make something that's a little more turn, and we need to make something a little more. I get it. I can do that too. I still like having fun. I'm still young. You know, I still like to party and whatever. You know, but at the end of the time, at the end of the day, this is what represents me. You know, this is how I express yeah. myself. And I'm not partying every day. You know, I'm not partying every day. I'm not getting drunk. Every day, you know, I'm not I'm not breaking in amount like huge amounts of cash like all the time, you know. Like I'm I'm still I'm still I'm still a, a regular guy, you know, and I'm telling my story through my, through my words. Simple as that. So along the line, as I continue to progress, people who discover me, they're gonna get put on to me, and they're gonna want to go check out that backstory, you know, check out those other projects, so we can see what led up to the current one. Cause that's what I do with my favorite. That's what I do with my favorite artist. When I got put on to Mick, I went and looked at all his old music. Mm. You know, like I went to look at all his old music. When I got put on to Chance, I got to, I went to look at all his old music first. You know, but that's just my process. That's deep, and it sounds, like, and it sounds like you're definitely a student of the art. Yeah, man. Uh, but uh, one of the reasons why I created this podcast. It's to give people like yourself a voice so you can stand out from the crowd. Thank you, man. There's a lot of young, talented artists like you, like yourself in Chicago, in New York, California, all over. All you need is a voice right now. Hey, this podcast can go out to millions of people, and you never know who's listening. You see what yes, I'm saying? indeed. So I, I, I appreciate and I applaud young artists like you, yourself. You're very intelligent. Thank you. And you're very in tune in what's going on in today's society. And we need more of that. And we need more people to know uh, that we have young artists like yourself who do understand the game. Thank you. That you're, you're, you're true to this art, man. Thank you. And so the more and more that we get interviews here, we get more voice and strength 
to this movement because I look at it as a movement, man. Thank you. I mean, this may be the very first podcast, but it won't be the last one. And I anticipate this thing growing. And again, I appreciate you for being my first interview, man, and setting the tone and setting the pace and setting the bar. Because I, I, I know I, after you, man, they can only, they got to get better. They got to be better. Man, like, like I say, man, um, when, when we met, man, you seemed like such a genuine soul, you know, like, so. Thank you, bro. Um, I, I, I didn't see no other way but to reciprocate that to you, you know, like, like the same genuine, genuine I'm genuine in as well. And, and, the way that the conversation was lined up and the whole meeting and everything, man, like, um, I'm thankful for this as well, man. Like, I got, for giving me a voice, you know, like you didn't know me, <laughs> you know, you didn't know me, like, but you, you had, love, you had an interest, you know, you, you had an interest and, and, and we went from there and we are, here we are now, you know, like it could have been one of those things like, oh, that guy, he's not serious on, on both ends, you know? It could have yeah. been like that on yeah. both. Yo, know, he's just a bank. And the, the guy, he's just talking. You know, I've heard this many of times. Or here's another kid saying he can rap. You know what I mean? Like, it could have worked. It could have been like that. But here we are now, man. I appreciate this opportunity to even be heard, you know? Like, I, I appreciate the opportunity to have you as a listener with you being the, the only one I'm talking to right now, regardless of who it's going to reach out to, man. Like, someone's listening, you know? Like, like mm, someone's listening, deep, man. man. And um, I tend sometimes when I was young, I used to think I talked too much, you know. But as a, as I, I, I have a passion for it, you know, because if you think about it, rapping is talking in 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 a, in a rhythm with a rhythm, you know. Like so, that's I, it. I, I I tend to talk sometimes, and when I get to express into depth in, in depth of how I feel and how I think and everything, man, I appreciate every moment and every chance that I get to, you know. So. I thank you, man. I thank you. No, I appreciate that. No, much love to that, man. Like I said, this is just the beginning, man. And we're going to have more of these. We're going to have Meek on. We're going to have a lot of the local guys, local artists on, man, who, who are very passionate about uh, about what they're doing, just like you are, man. And let me just wrap it up uh, with, with just two more quick questions. Sure thing. Um, yeah. In your experience, uh, what piece of advice in this business uh, have you actually followed and what haven't you followed that you wish you should have or would have followed as far as advice? Um, I guess the biggest advice that I have followed that I hear a lot, you know, is um, do it for the love, you know, like do it, do it because you yeah. love it, you know, like as cliche as that may sound, but that's an actual thing, you know, like because when the love is there, like the, the, the passion is real, you know, like, you 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 love this. This is like your baby, you know. So you you're trying to nourish it, and you're trying to you want to see it grow. And you know, like I look at every 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 song or every writing or every piece of art as as a baby of mine, you know. So I'm proud to see what it becomes. So like I I, I continue to do it with love and, and 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 be genuine and authentic with it because like when you, when you lose that, you're just doing it just because. You ain't doing it. You're not even doing it with a purpose. You know, I, my, my purpose of doing it is because I love it. This, this was the one thing I was good at. You know, I was never an athlete, Chad. I was never, like, mm -hmm. like in school, academically, I was good. You know, like, I, 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 had, I had good grades. But that wasn't something that I was like, oh, like, I'm trying to 
you know, like I, I wasn't like I wasn't like valedictorian or nothing like that. You know what I mean? Right. Um, like I right. said, I wasn't an athlete. I, I, I didn't have a desire to um, become a doctor or a lawyer or a police officer. Man, this this is what what interests me and this is what stood out to me and what I wanted to do. So, like I said, that best advice is do it because I love it. And I love it, man. I love it. Like, even mm. with all the ups and downs and the hardships that I may encounter, I love it. Like, in, until the day I, I, I do not have any breath inside of me, man. Like, like I tell mm. my friend all the time, like, cause, like sometimes I, I, I be around some guys and they, like I say, they'll, they can be those guys that, that want that quick, you know, that quick snap, you know, that quick snap and it just come right away, man. But I always say, mm-hmm. regardless of that, man, if it comes, if it don't, like, I'm doing it because I love this, you know, like this is, a, mm. this is, this is no longer, this ain't no, just no hobby or nothing like that. This is something that I'm living. This is a part of my life. If this was taken away, I wouldn't feel like myself. Wow. You know what I mean? That's, that's the type of thing. So regardless of not, like, even if when, when I'm like 50 or 60 and whatever my situation is, I guarantee I would still be, like, even if it's not putting anything out, I would still have the passion of creating it, you know? Yeah. I would yeah. still have, that's not going to die inside of me. Like, I won't lie to you, as a kid, many times I was like, man, I don't know if this is going to work, but did you think I stopped writing? Did you think I stopped creating? No, not at all. Not at all, because like mm. I say, whether, whether or not, and I, of course I'm a believer that it will happen, but you know, there's all yes. you know. There's a there's a um, a positive and negative with everything. I'm a believer of that. So whether or not this is this is what I do. So I do it with the love, man, and I do it to be the best at what I do. You know, I'm not trying to step on anyone's toes. You know, I never try to come off like that. I respect how everybody do their thing. You know, but in my element, I'm trying to be the best at what I do. And as mm. far as um, advice that I didn't follow. Um, that you wish that you wish you would have. I mean, everybody make mistakes, but what what do you think some of the mistakes you've made down the line that you know you you probably could have did a little bit differently? Let me let me think about that result. because like I'm not gonna sit here and act like I'm a person, man. I definitely make mistakes, man. I mean, but if you can't come come up with anything, that's that's okay because we all make mistakes. But we don't ponder on it, so it's it's okay if you don't remember because it's nothing you like to keep remembering. You like to just keep improving. Oh yeah, like yeah, I definitely, I definitely have made mistakes, man. It, um, like, I, like I say, I will. But that ties back into the best advice I did get. I think at one point mm-hmm. I was trying to do it to make people like me. Ah. You know, like I was trying to, I was trying to. At one point, I was trying to do those quick, quick hits. You know, like I was trying yeah. to do that. You know, I think that was a mistake because, like. My music suffered from it because those type of songs, when I was trying to do that, the feedback from it, I remember I did a showcase. I'll I, I give you mm-hmm. a quick example. I did a coast-to-coast showcase, right? And mm-hmm. it was at a club. So me instantly hearing club, I felt like I had to do something clubby, right? right? I felt like I had to do something clubby. I felt like I had to compromise everything I believe in because I'm going to a club. And when I hear club, I'm thinking about party music and you know, lit, quote-unquote, music, you know. So yeah. that's exactly the mindset I went into when I created the, the song for that for that performance, right? Now, right. I create this song, like, I think it sounds cool, of course. I created it, right? So 
Right. I get there and, and remind you, mind you, this is a competition, right? So I get up there, I do the song, you know, like I, I do the song. But the thing about it that that was a downfall for me, because as much as mm-hmm. I was trying to compromise that that lyrical ability in me, that that super sharp pen, like crafting and all of that stuff that I still believe in, it still stood out. So mm-hmm. what it did is like. What the what the judges said to me was that it basically seemed like I was trying a style that didn't work for me, mm. and they can tell that that wasn't authentic. Even I could, when I went back and listened to it, 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 it wasn't what I usually do. You know, like I think mm-hmm. that was a mistake because I lost. You know, like I chop it up. You know, it's whatever. You know, it's a learning process. But I remember from that moment forward, I was like, man. But just reading the feedback that I got from it, like even the people that I showed around me, like in my, in my circle that I would let hear it, they, nice, it's cool, you know, but they knew that wasn't me. You know what I mean? So, and, and, and it showed, because here I am trying to do this. It was, it was kind of like it was overpowering of, of what the beat was, you know? Because mm-hmm. I tend, like, sometimes I can get super lyrical. You know what I mean? Like I said, I'm heavy on wine and syllable and, and, and being dexterous and all of that stuff, man. So it showed, like, imagine, I'm sure you're familiar with what a trap beat is. Like, you know, yep. like, so me trying to do some lyrical rap over there, it started to become overbearing, you know. But like I say, because I heard Club, I thought I had to do some, some catchy stuff, but, like, this, that, that, the true artist that I am inside started to step out, you know, mm. and they saw that, and they said, "Next time, come with what you what with what you do, you know." Wow. Because the guy who who actually does the trap music and all that, he won because that was his element. Yes. You know, it Good was point. authentic for him. So I think that's one of the mistakes I made trying to trying trying to compromise you know compromise your integrity yeah, com- compromise even though i know i don't believe in this you know but yeah. you know like trying to do that compromise and like from that moment on i started to just go with what i what i what i like you know like and i feel like from go. that point it's been working for me you know so to any young artists who, who are listening what advice would you give them any young artist listening Basically, and they wanna, the advice I would trying give to come you up is, and putting in the work, yeah. The advice I would give you is, is tell your story, you know. Mm. Tell your story. Tell how you see. Tell tell what goes on in your mind, you know. Like even even if you inspire by some of the other things that you that you see and you want to speak on some of the that may not may not be directly you. That's cool too, but do it in a way that. It's unique to you. That's the biggest advice I can get. Like, don't lose that integrity that you have as an artist. Because when you create, that's coming from you. Like I said early on, yes. that's your baby. You know, your baby is a record. Like, your art is your baby. You you wanted to 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 grow up to be the to to to, to grow up and excel and expand. You know, think of it as a as a as a, as a seed. You wanted to grow up to be a tree, right? Yeah, like whatever yeah. so you got to nourish it nourish it yes like yes like continue to because like you this is a representation of you and think about it like i like to look at, at my music of how i would like to be remembered when i'm gone you know when yeah. i'm gone and i'm not here no more whenever that is you know 
I, I like to look at it like that. How do I want to be remembered? What do I want them to, to go back and discover from me, about me, mm-hmm. about Sammy D, you know? So do it with genuine love and passion and care, and that you will create the best music like that. Or what, what, so at whatever. the end of the day, even if nobody else likes it, at least you do. Exactly. Like, and always remember, whether it's one or a thousand people listening to it, yeah. You still you still love it and you created that so you should be proud of it. Every release, there no matter go. what the craft may be, even if it's listeners out there that isn't into the arts, you know, like whether you sure, are sure. a basketball player or you're trying to be a lawyer or a doctor or whatever your endeavors are, just just do it because you love it. You know, and that's something you actually mm. have genuine interest in. You know, not because you So don't do it because mama or daddy exactly. or grandmama want you to I'll do it. I'll tell you it. something, man. My mom wanted me to go off to university. I wanted to go to Columbia mm-hmm. College, you know. But and we, we fought backwards and forth about it because, like, I didn't want to go off to no... I wanted to go to an art school. Um, in the end, like, I, we couldn't really afford it, you know. So I, mm-hmm. I, I ended up not going. But just that, that little moment right there, like, yeah. if I would have went to another school, I was going like grasping for straws, you know, I didn't know, I didn't, it wasn't no place for me in those schools, you know, I knew Columbia had something to offer me, you know, and me, like I yeah, said, me and my yeah. mom, we, 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 we bumped heads about it, but I stood to what I believed, and she came around, there she, you go. she began to accept it, you know, because that's me, you know, <laughs> that's Sammy D, like, if you look at it, and you look at who you are, and you wake up, and you look at yourself in the mirror, and your pictures, and everything, and you know who you are, mm-hmm. Can't nobody take that from you, man. Wow, that's deep, brother. Hey, in closing, uh, Sammy D, tell us something about any projects or ideas uh, you have in the stores right now or you're working on right now. What, what, what you got on the uh, what you got on the stove? What you cooking? So actually, um, as we speak, I'm, I'm gearing up. I have a video shoot tomorrow um, okay. um, from today that we are speaking. Um, I have one of the songs that's off my uh, project ambition is uh it's actually the title track ambition alone i have a song about that and um basically just to give a quick synopsis of what's going on in that video is um you know so basically i when i say and the, the hook repeats you can't take away my ambition when i say you you is a personification of um whether it's struggles whether it's, it's hate in the world what whatever it is i'm telling all these things that can can, can pose a potential barricade, you know, or a potential threat to my, my, my determination. I'm saying it to them. Mm. You can't take away my ambition, you know. So what I mm-hmm. want to depict is um, me and all the, uh, the people that are participating in the video, the actors that I'm going to have with me, that I'm going to have them. Um, okay, first I want to say this. When I think about ambition, you know, or when I think about my ambition in particularly, I think about a bull, right, the animal, the bull. You think about it. Mm-hmm. I think about mm-hmm. bulls. They're, they're very, they're, they seem like masculine animals. You know, they're, they're very, they seem dominant. They, they, they take everything head on, you know, like I, I, right. I like that type of um, sim, symbolism, right? So that's mm-hmm. the kind of thing I want to depict in this video. So I, I bought this bull's head, you know, because I, I kind of want to, like I said, I want to show that, but in, in, in the process of the video, it's going to be these things, like I say, whether it's the struggles, it's the, um, 
his struggles, his, his pain, his sickness, his, his hate in the world, you know, all of these things are trying to hold the bull back, you know? They're trying to keep mm-hmm. the bull, right. like, tamed and, and, and no way, with no way to go, you know? So it's represented by color. So the people who are participating in the video, they're all going to have a different color, like a different color mask, right? So one mm-hmm. color being red, red, red represents hate in the world, right? Because you will come mm-hmm. in contact, or negativity, you will come in contact with negativity or hate in the world. It's everywhere, you know, as much as there is love, right? Second, blue, yep. blue being sickness or stress, you know, whatever that, that represents that. Um, the green represents struggle or financial problems. And the purple represents what? Uh, pain, right? So these people are going to wear mm-hmm. these masks, right? And they are going to be trying to, like I say, hold me back. One is going to have my left arm. The other, this is just a rough drive right now. But, um, right. you know, I'm just, I'm just off the top of my head. I have it all written down right now. One's going to have my left arm. Mm-hmm. Other one's going to have my right arm. One of them is pulling me from the back. One of them standing in front of me trying to keep me from going, you know. So it's just like mm-hmm. I break free of those things, and then I, be, I get into, like, a, a combat with them, you know. Like, so they surrounding me now. And, like, I'm trying to find a way to break out of this, this, this force field they have around me, right? And I break out of it, and I proceed forward, and I, I become the bull, you know. I become the bull. I get up, and, and I become bull, the bull, and I break out of all of those 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 shackles that's trying to keep me back you know like that's just a quick mm-hmm. synopsis of it man um but that's what i'm working on right now i'm working on more music at the moment too i'm um i haven't decided if i'm going to put out a new project yet or rather than just doing singles right now I'm, I'm in debate about that but i i am working on quite a few uh projects um this next project i have quite a few songs for it but i haven't i haven't came up with a title with it yet usually what i do is before I come up with the title, I like to make the music first, and then I want to see mm-hmm. how how the title can tie into the actual music that was created. You know, so um, yeah, that's what I got uh, cooking up right now. You know, I'm, I'm writing. I write yeah. all the time, so um, there's always some something new being made. So, um, well, I like that, man. It sounds like you always create, yeah, man. and if. If anyone needed to reach out to you or contact you or get in touch with you, how can how can they do that? Good. Um, so you can reach me on Instagram. Um, that's one of my primary um, that's one of my primary uh, sources of contact. <clears throat> and my Instagram is uh, Sammy D S A M E D E E underscore. I'll repeat it again for you. Um, S A M E D-E-E underscore on Instagram. Um, you can also uh, contact me through my artist email, uh, which is imsgotbars at gmail.com. imsgotbars at gm- gmail.com. Um, I also use um, Facebook, which is uh, Sammy D, S-A-M-E-D-E-E. And if you are looking for any of my music, you can find it on um, any of those platforms, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, um, whichever is your choice, um, under the same name, Sammy D, S-A-M-E-D-E-E. And I'm also uh, list those uh, that information on our post as well as our website at braveyoungartist.org. 
And um, if you will, Sammy D, in the future, you know, just be a regular guest of ours, man, just to keep us in touch and what you're doing. Definitely, man. With pleasure. Anything you think, With pleasure. Yeah. If, anything you, you need us to know and get out there, uh, please don't hesitate. And, and one more thing I'd just like to say in closing is young men like Sammy D, this brother right here. And I wanted to, and I'm proud, and I wanted to, him to be my first guest. Again, to kind of set the pace on what we're going to be doing here at Brave Young Artists Podcast. Just to show the world, right here in Chicago, in our community on the South Side, we have young men like Sammy D. Not everybody's out there trying to kill everybody. This is not Chirac, ladies and gentlemen. We have gifted young artists like this young man right here who are trying to make a difference in this world, who's trying to make a difference in his life and with his family. He's setting a prime example of what our young people are trying to do right now if you just listen to their voice. And that's what we're trying to do here at Brave Young Artists Podcast is give these young, young people a voice. And again, uh, my love goes out. Much appreciated to you, Sammy D, for doing what you're doing. Stay true to your art. And, man, just keep... Keep being who you are, man. Thank you, man. Uh, once again, thank you for the acknowledgement, man, and for this opportunity. Uh, I appreciate it, man. Just just having the chance to to be heard, you know, and 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 being respected, and 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 for you to even see potential in me, you know, like that that means a lot too. Like yes, I said sir. earlier, it could have been like, oh, that's just another guy who raps, you know. I've I've heard that story a thousand times, you know, but. Um, mm. giving me the opportunity to speak on some of these things. And um, once again, man, uh, really, 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 really good questions, man. And um, it really um, helped me, you know, get into my thoughts a little bit and, and, and open up a little bit more about myself, you know, for people who who don't know and may want to know from coming across my music, you know. So thank you for that. And thank you, You're thank welcome, you for brother. the belief Keep... and support, man. Overall, yes, sir. Anytime, like I say, man. Um, anytime. You got your, you got my information. I got yours. We'll be uh, definitely in touch with each other and keeping track of what you're doing. And keep we're gonna keep supporting you. We're gonna keep promoting you um, as much as you allow us to, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. And you've been listening to the Brave Young Artist Podcast, a voice for the young artists with your host, Chaz Thomas. And you can listen to the podcast on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Facebook, and any and all podcast platforms. And for more information about Brave Young Artists, go to our website at www.braveyoungartistwithans.org. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, God bless you. <laughs>